0: Hey, everybody. My name is Father Dan Ketter, and I am here with the one, the only <laughs> Father Henry at Tem. I knew you were
1: going to do that, but that's okay.
0: <laughs> my seminary classmate, that's my right. uh, ordination brother <laughs> Absolutely. and my mentor in the priesthood. So it is a You're uh, so generous, Father Dan. <laughs> well, I cannot be generous enough with my words of praise <laughs> for my brother, Father Henry. Uh, it's great to be here together and I know I know we're gonna have a, a fun time and I know we're gonna raise some big money. Which is our goal? That's why we're here. We're here to, of course, have a good time, but we're here most of all to raise money for the quest. Absolutely. And our goal. We're setting our ambitions high. Five thousand bucks, right?
1: That's not a high ambition, though. That's not a high. It's <laughs> amb- not a high ambition. <laughs> we no. need to go higher. Well, we'll we'll be we'll be prudent. We'll be modest. Okay. Yeah, let's let's be modest. So we'll go five thousand dollars. We don't, don't
0: wanna we don't wanna embarrass the other, <laughs> exactly. you know, yeah, who the are other guys. To raise money, here, right? Right. That's so, right. You know, if we Yeah. So okay. So we'll set set the goal at five thousand dollars. That means yep. we're gonna need a lot of folks calling in and making pledges. All Absolutely. right. Absolutely. So Of the many, many, many members of the Father Henry Attempt fan club, we just, I mean, if we get like 2% of that fan club to call in, we'll shatter $5,000, all right? So all of you, Father Henry Attempt fans out there... get on the phone absolutely get on your quest app and start making
1: those donations absolutely father then thank you so much and uh (laughs) just as a reminder as we begin the show uh the number for you to call to make your donations is 470-508-1160 again that number is 470-508-1160 and uh as Father Dan said we have been friends for such a long time since from seminary and we're here today to just uh, continue extending that friendship and to spend some time also here with our friends at the Quest to try to help them to continue to promote the great work of evangelization. So,
0: I have been a listener to the Quest ever since they they got it kicked off um uh, so I do my little commute every morning so uh, I'm the Judicial Vicar for the Archdiocese. I live at Holy Family Catholic Church in, in Marietta, and I commute every day over to Smyrna. It's not a long commute, but it's a commute nonetheless to the chancery offices of the Archdiocese. And I will often tune in to the Quest and, and uh, listen to to what's going on in the morning, and then same thing coming back in the evening. And I just value the fact that we have Catholic Radio in Atlanta uh, it's been a long time coming. It's taken a lot of people and a lot of effort to, to make it a reality in Atlanta, and we need to keep it in Atlanta, and we need to make it grow. Yeah. So that's where you all come in, our donors, our supporters. So please call and, and uh, support the station so we can keep it going here in Atlanta. I agree with you, Father Dan.
1: Um, and one of the challenges, uh, given the fact that it is an AM station at this point, one of the challenges is the range. It is not able to get to as wide of a range as we'd like it to. So part of the uh, the goal for the fundraiser is to try to help us to broaden the range of the outreach. But for those who are not within the range to get it on radio, on the, uh, in the car, or anything else, they could always download the app. You when know, I, I just was... did
0: that today. Oh, you did! I did okay, that today so we were, as we were prepping to come on. I thought, you know, I'd be a bit of a hypocrite if I didn't have the app on my <laughs> phone. <laughs> so,
1: so, well, that was good. That was good. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because I was down at Saint George in Noonan, I was a little bit out of the range, yeah. so I always had to listen in through the app, and that was it was very it was very good. It was, yeah, yeah, wonderful, and I was able to stay connected.
0: Yeah, where are yeah. you now? You 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 recently left Saint George. I in recently Noonan. left Saint George. Tell um, us where you are.
1: Okay, well, I'm up at Saint Lawrence in Lawrenceville Um, it's about more 20 minutes north of Atlanta so it is a very different place very different parish
0: yeah how do the two compare St. George and St. Lawrence well
1: so St. George was um, St. George was about 1200 families St. Lawrence is over 4,000 families so it's quite a a much bigger responsibility but uh, as we both understand in the priestly vocation you know uh like we hear in the book of Zechariah, not by power, not by might, but by the spirit of the living God. So Amen. ultimately it is God's spirit that continues to help and guide us in our tasks. Amen. And as I started my assignment over at St. Lawrence, I think uh, for the last three months, I've continued to experience a full measure of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. helping me and guiding me, mm-hmm. uh, especially you know, for those of us who had to move at this time of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. I think it was, uh, a particular challenge mm-hmm. to be able to uh, try to acclimate ourselves in the new uh, in the new parishes and all of that, but mm-hmm. I think the Holy Spirit has really been there to help us and to and to support us. I have so, no
0: yeah. doubt. I have no doubt that you're bringing the Spirit, wow. bringing the Spirit We're there, in Saint Lawrence. Trying, yeah, good things are in <laughs> store. Uh, why don't we just remind people of the phone number uh, to call and make a pledge to the Quest? It's four seven zero five zero eight one one six zero four seven zero 508-1160 and as Father Henry mentioned you can also use your app I just downloaded it today as I mentioned a minute ago and and you cannot miss the fact that they want you to make a donation when you have uh, someone uh, right there on the home screen <laughs> donate here donate now yeah. so uh, however you want to do it just call and make a donation we got a big goal this hour $5,000 uh, so we're going to need your support out there uh, anyone everyone listening who appreciates Catholic Radio uh, please call in use your app make a donation, let's hit our goal of $5,000 this hour.
1: Yeah, and I think that's very, uh, it's very important, uh, especially at this time during the pandemic mm. when so many people have been locked up at home and people have not had the chance to, a lot of people have still not been able to go to church, and uh, we have to look for very unconventional ways of trying to remain connected with church but also connected with God. Mm-hmm. So I think that uh, an uh, an opportunity like Uh, The quest, I think, is very instrumental at this time. Again, not only helping people get some good Catholic material and good Catholic teachings, but I think also it gives them there's time for rosary, there's time for meditation, there's time for prayers, and all of that. And I think continues to offer uh, our listeners the tools that they need to to remain connected.
0: You you touch on something that I want to ask you about. Yeah. Um, So. I I'm not serving in a parish full time. I help out in parishes on the weekends, a little bit during the week, but you're yeah. you're full time in, in the parish in the trenches. Yes. Um what, what, how how are you weathering this uh pandemic and, and and all the craziness that's going on um as a priest. Yeah. As a priest, what how is how are you handling it and and, and how do you see your mission or what God's calling you to do? as a priest right now through all this Mm
1: -hmm. well i think uh that's an an interesting question because i think that the pandemic started when i was at saint george and the uh, dynamics of the parish of saint george were a little different than it is over here at saint lawrence uh but but i think all in all i think there's a sense first of all of the fact that you have to be some kind of uh source of hope for the people right that uh people should be able to see in their priest, they should be able to hear in the voices of their priests. the fact that this is not what defines us. This is not, uh, this pandemic doesn't have the final word that, you know, again, we still serve an awesome God who is above all of this, and that there's a lesson that we're going to learn through all of this, right? Uh, I think that just having gone through uh, this pandemic for as long as we have, I think one thing I've noticed is how a lot of people appreciate just going to church, Mm, mm -hmm. you know, the ability to be able to be in a place of worship. Mm -hmm. The fact that for so many months churches were closed, I mean, really showed me how much people appreciate what we do, you know. That's interesting
0: because some people have have worried or wondered, you know, are people just going to get used to not going to church, you know, and they just kind of you know, think ah, my life is okay without going to church. Um, are you seeing something different? Are you seeing like a real longing in people to be back in church and in community at mass?
1: Well, I mean, I think that uh, honestly, there's about a 25% uh, population of the people of the parishioners who I think have bought into the uh, the laziness of what the pandemic has brought. Uh, I think they have been caught up in the uh, the indifference that has has come about because of, not going to church and because when the pandemic started, so the trend that I've seen over the last few months is that at the beginning, a lot of people were tuning into their local parishes to watch either via uh, YouTube or some live stream or all the different avenues we had to try to get the message out. So as the pandemic continued and as it progressed, I think that people became used to, well, this is just gonna be the new normal, right? Mm Uh, but what I noticed was that the moment we open up the churches, people are coming back. It is slow, mm-hmm. not necessarily because of a lack of faith. It's just out of caution, mm-hmm. right? People are afraid uh, because, as we see on the news, I mean, the pandemic is still out there. I mean, the virus is still still ravaging our society. So I think mm-hmm. a lot of people are concerned about that. Sure. But I think that genuinely, uh, there is a seventy-five percent group of people. Will have a desire to want to come back and they really miss not having church or mm-hmm. not being able to go to church. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I truly see that. Because mm-hmm. even at my, my current parish, we've been doing, uh, taking steps to reopen slowly and gradually and safely. Mm-hmm. And I see how when we open up that little window, more people come in. You know, yeah. we open up the little window and more people come in. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: yeah. so maybe for some people, it's, yeah, it's perhaps to open up a, an opportunity for them to maybe just drift a little bit more, sadly, unfortunately. But for others and maybe the greater percentage based on your you know what you're perceiving mm-hmm. it's really kind of um stimulated in them, you know, their appreciation for their faith, for the yes. church, for the Mass, for the Eucharist. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. How, how has it changed the way that you, you preach? Uh have you have you altered it all the way you preach during the during the pandemic? Um not really because mm-hmm. Um well so the
1: the uh you just preach Uh, the Holy Spirit. (laughs) The Holy Spirit doesn't matter what's going on. Call down the Holy Spirit upon (laughs) them, right? No, but I think the change has been from when we had to do it uh through live stream. Well at St. Lawrence they have live stream uh permanently. Mm -hmm. At St. George we never had that. So when we never had people coming to church, we had to do a YouTube thing. So that affected the way you preach. Because at that time there was completely no one in the church except me and my deacon and of course the camera crew. Um a little and, strange, huh? Yeah, exactly. It was strange. <laughs> You're trying to give a homily to an empty church right. with a camera crew in front of you, those cameras, there were lights, you know, it like it was almost like a production. Mm-hmm. So that affected, you know, the way preaching was done because first of all it took away an element of your natural self. Mm. Uh but now uh, with a few more people back in church you know it's back to you know the regular we're preaching and the regular interactions that you try to create when you're you know when you're talking to a live audience feels
0: so, a little bit more normal lately exactly kind yeah. of more normal yeah so, yeah People, you don't know how lucky we are to be having the opportunity to speak with Father Henry at 10 here <laughs> and, on the And the, the Judicial Vicar of the Archdiocese. <laughs> I am just, you yes. know, you made me think of the fact that when you, you know, you went to St. Lawrence, I, I was a little saddened because... You know when you went to Saint George, yeah, I got to be your John the Baptist. Uh, <laughs> I got to be the, the voice of one crying oh, one out crying in the desert. The Prepare the-, the way of the Lord. People are wondering what the heck does that mean. I know what does that mean, right? Yeah. <laughs> so the 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 before Father Henry could come, arrive at his new assignment, Saint George uh, down in Noonan, his uh, first pastorate, right? Yeah, that
1: was my first. Pastorate. Yeah, you yeah. had you had yeah. long
0: had a trip planned. A trip
1: planned to to, yeah, to Rome, right? Yeah,
0: so you needed somebody to cover for you that that first weekend no, before first weekend. you showed yeah, up exactly. and, and he called me. And so uh, I had the opportunity to go down there and celebrate the masses and, and preach at St. George. And I told the people that I was John the Baptist. I was <laughs> going before the Lord to prepare the way <laughs> that the you Messiah know, is coming. <laughs> you know, as
1: Father Dan said at the beginning, um, we are both buddies from seminary. We're classmates from seminary and we're ordained together. And every time throughout my priestly ministry for the last uh, 12 plus years, Everything I try to do, I always ask myself the question, what will Father Dan do? What will Father Dan do? And I take all my marching orders just thinking about what Father Dan will do. And the miracle and I,
0: is that he's still a priest. He's still a, <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right, folks, we need some money to come in. So I'm going to read the number for you all again to uh, make your pledges and your donations. The number is 470-508-1160. 470-508-1160. And again, please, just a reminder that our goal for this hour is 5000 Any, where do we stand in terms of our goal? Any sense?
2: Well, I want to remind people. Actually, I don't even think we've mentioned it. That the first $1,500 this hour is going to be matched. Okay. So you better get the, those fingers dialing that number. 470 508 1160 470-508-1160. And we've got a few calls coming in so far. I think they're still putting more in. Okay. Um, but we've got Lauren W. And she has a message for the two of you. She says, thank you for your fidelity, fathers. Oh, beautiful. And Praise Lauren's God. out of Atlanta. Kathy M. S- donating in honor of Father Henry. Out of She's out of Tequila. Yeah. Oh, Dennis up. R. Yeah. out of Lawrenceville is also donating in honor of Father Henry. And then Eleanor L. made a donation and said, blessings for Father Henry from the Lachaise or Lash- 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 Lashley's. Oh, Lashley's. <laughs> yes. Hmm. So they're still putting, oh, in, more in. putting so, in more yep. in. Right.
0: All right. good. More. Yeah. Fans from the Father Henry Attend Fan Club, come on, come on! You cannot be outdone.
3: <laughs>
0: call in, make a donation, support the quest. Um, do you have a favorite favorite program or anything in particular you like to listen to on on the quest? Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, um, I like to listen. They have the uh, show with Father Blunt. I think yeah. it's Jim Blunt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. I do listen to that very often. Yeah, I think I like his insight into things and mm-hmm. and all of that. Yeah, and I like to put some things here in perspective. So. We're getting all of these calls, and they are calling saying that they are making a donation on behalf of Father Father Henry. I just want you all to know that, um, as Father Dan said, we're the one in the trenches, okay? But I will not do what I do if Father Dan did not do what he does. So Father Dan works in the chancery offices with the archbishop. And so Father Dan is in charge of a tribunal. His work is uh, in the uh, the main office of the archdiocese. And he helps us with at the central location. So those of us who are in the trenches, our work is only effective to the extent that we rely on people like Father Dan. So Father Dan, we're grateful for, for your work as Thank as you. judicial vicar. And, uh, and okay. as I said... From the day I met you, you've always been my inspiration. So I know there are some other priests who might be a little jealous when they hear this, but
0: that's okay. (laughs) I'll
1: I'll stand by it. (laughs)
0: Excellent, excellent. Uh, I remember the... your when you visited the seminary uh before you before you entered the formation yeah i was in my first year and then you came up to visit to visit yeah Yeah, so father henry and i attended mount st mary seminary up in Emmitsburg, maryland and i remember standing outside the seminary uh just talking with you i think it was after dinner one one Mm -hmm. evening you know as you were kind of doing your uh, visit and and uh yeah, just just talking, getting to know you a little bit, yeah. and it's like it's a good guy. Oh, uh, that's <laughs> a good guy.
1: And uh, well, I thank you, Father, yeah. and um, and I think that the friendship that we had through those years in seminary and uh, and which kind of played out into our priesthood, I think, has really helped and sustained both of us in in very miraculous ways. So Amen. again, I think the theme of this hour is uh, living in the Spirit. So I think that. Uh, through our journeys uh, from our respective families and uh, different uh, vocations in life before we came to seminary, I think that uh, we all have experienced in one way or another the gift of the Holy Spirit. So,
0: How did the Holy Spirit get you here in Atlanta from... Cameroon. The Cameroon Cameroon in Africa. (laughs) (laughs) How did that happen? Well, thank God it did. I mean, exactly, right? That's a long
1: story. Well, I think the Holy Spirit on that one, the Holy Spirit worked through my mom because it was my mom who came here and then finally brought my siblings and me over. So um, I think the Holy Spirit did work in her and through her to make sure that all of this happened. And, And I'm happy that she stayed the course. I'm happy that she... Worked hard to ensure that we all uh, were able to come over and get the opportunities that we do have now. Yeah, and yeah. So it's a it's a great blessing
0: from humble beginnings. From humble,
1: very very humble beginnings, uh, yeah. you know. Yeah, and I, uh, every time when I visit back at home, I, you know, I'm yeah. reminded of those very humble beginnings. Yeah. You know, so yeah. but everything we give glory to God. Amen. Right?
0: Yeah. I I would love to be. Um, I don't know if you'd say a fly on the wall, but I would love to be a spy when you return to your hometown of Cameroon. I mean, it's like the the, the the return of the king. No, when I, when I go
1: back in, I'm very insignificant. Nobody even recognizes yeah. me. Like, I don't believe it. I don't like, believe it. They'll be like, oh, he looks like a Georgia boy now. You know, like his, Is he one of ours? That's right. <laughs> Everything um, he says, he says, y'all, you know, y'all. <laughs> right. Okay. All right, um, folks, we're trying to raise some money here for... The quest eleven sixty uh please call that number the number is four seven zero five zero eight one one six zero that number again is four seven zero five zero eight one one six zero okay so
2: Father Henry, we have an interesting request coming in from Uh-oh. one of our potential donors okay so this donor says they're willing to give us money okay if Father Henry says roll tide oh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I can say it for you. Well, uh, I need to know the name of the donor before I do that because I Joe
2: to, D
4: oh, from Lawrenceville.
1: Joe Dylan. Oh my gosh.
4: Joe okay. D. Yeah.
1: Okay, Joe. Because wait, I wait, love, wait, wait,
0: wait. Wait. You might want to like put a dollar value on it first. Oh, you that's, right, me, but, that's right. That's yeah. right. I don't want
1: to get a twenty-five dollars.
0: <laughs> right. You know, exactly. Gift for that. Nope. <laughs>
2: he's not. Pl- he's pledging more than that. He's pledging so. more than that. Yep.
0: Okay.
1: We can't see the amount. We're not supposed to. We're not supposed to. <laughs> is it okay. worth it, Annie? Is it worth? Is it worth
2: missing? How much do you despise Roll Tide? Because he may need to call back and up it. A
0: lot. Oh geez. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> despise that. Yeah. No, I, I think I think I, he needs to up that.
1: See, I used to have, have a pledge. I used to have a bumper sticker that said, "I root for UGA and any team that plays Alabama." So uh-huh. uh, that's how much I despise <laughs> Alabama. So well, if he wants me to say Roll Tide, uh, yeah, he's gonna so, have to. So
2: Joe. You're going to need you might need to call back and, yes. and yeah. cuz Father Henry's got to think about it. I may pass him a note here and you, so you may just need to call back yes. and we'll see if we can get him to say That's roll right. tie. Yeah. I, I, I Andy, mean Joe. it would be painful for Andy. me too. Yeah.
4: <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean I don't I don't mind doing it. I love the quest so much, but it has to be worth it. Yeah. Because Can't, after okay. after I do that, I'm going to be sweating blood literally. Yeah. So, yeah. His Father
0: Henry cannot be bought cheap. <laughs> cheap. <laughs> <laughs> so, come on, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so while we're waiting for joe
1: to up on that pledge yes mm-hmm. um father dad i'm going to take this opportunity now to uh, kind of reverse the role here and and to mm-hmm. ask you okay uh you know again i know working in the chancery is uh it's a very different setting uh different demands uh different uh environments so uh with the pandemic and everything else that has gone gone uh gone on in your life recently uh how how have things been i mean have you been able to weather through all of that
0: yeah you know i've said it multiple times that i feel like uh, i have been less impacted by the whole pen (laughs) i've been less impacted by it uh than uh than you guys have um in the parishes in in the trenches as we've said um Personally, I've been able to maintain a relatively regular schedule of, you know, going into the to the chancery and and um, and, you know, getting my get my work done. Um We've had to change the way we staff the the tribunal, all of the offices in the Chancery have had to alter the way we've staffed. We went to like minimal staff, you know, okay. for several weeks. And then if maybe not quite a month ago, we kind of opened it up a little bit. And so now we've got folks coming through on a rotating basis. So we keep the total number of people in the office, you know, at a minimum any one day. But we got people coming in Monday through Saturday. Um, so. Yeah, we've you know, we've kind of just kept things churning really through the through the pandemic. Um okay. obviously, that's good. Initially there on the weekends that wasn't needed so much in parishes because you know, uh, there wasn't a lot of masses being celebrated, but Absolutely. um over the last few months as parishes have been, you know, opening back up again, I've been getting more opportunities to get out there on the weekends and and help out. So, um so yeah, I'd say for me, you know, um, I guess I maybe dodged the bullet in a way that okay. you know most people have not okay. been able to. So, okay. grateful for that. And I think, and I think, given the fact
1: that you know the chancery is pretty much a, an office setting, I think we too in the in the parishes, I think we had some experience of that. Uh, mm-hmm. Given the fact that we had to shut down offices and mm-hmm. we had to uh, open up for very limited uh, activity, and even now we're still uh, still trying to reopen slowly but surely and safely mm-hmm. and everything else. So. Um, I could understand how, you know, the pandemic would disrupt that, yeah. you know, that. Number and,
0: you know, at the, actually, when it when the pandemic first hit, it was there was a bit of a silver lining for us in there because um, the the number of cases coming into the tribunal almost stopped. Oh, wow. And so it gave us this kind of golden, uh, completely unexpected opportunity to to move out of our office, a bunch of cases that we were working on, oh, wow. so we were able to lower our overall, you know, just number inventory of cases, mm-hmm. and it's put us in a much better situation for for handling, you know, the the, the cases that come our way. So, mm-hmm. yeah, okay. it's put us put us on better footing.
1: Okay, wow, great. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be going on break here very soon, so we're going to ask you again to please remember the goal for this hour is five thousand dollars, and I'm a little disappointed. I don't think we are close to the goal. We're still very, very far away from the goal, and we have barely half an hour left for us to be able to meet that goal. So, please, we're asking you to try to call. 470-508-1160.
2: And don't forget your money's being matched up to the first fifteen hundred dollars. So you better get your call right. in soon. So exactly. it gets doubled. I mean, if you, you've been thinking about being a monthly donor, now's your time because it's gonna be doubled. Absolutely. So four seven oh five oh eight eleven sixty. Eleven
3: sixty.
1: All right,
2: yep. thank you. All right, we're gonna go to a quick break and we'll be back.
3: Hello, this is Father Brian Baker. I'm a priest for the Archdiocese of Atlanta, and I wanted to share with you uh, a favorite prayer of, of mine, one that I like to say in a quick moment, which can help throughout a busy day, and it goes like this. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, forgive me, heal me, protect me, sanctify me. Amen. Christopher Minutes. Thoughts on making every day count. I'm Tony Rossi. Dr. Andrea Smith is a prosthodontist in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, who does facial restorations for cancer patients. She also works on children born with cleft lips and palates, giving them the chance to live a normal life. As reported by Columbia Magazine, Dr. Smith pursued this career because it allowed her to combine her interests in arts and engineering to solve socially limiting health problems. She said, I find it very satisfying to make something like teeth fit a person's face, to be able to find a unique solution to a problem. And, as a highly trained professional, she enjoys saying to patients, When all hope is lost, come to me. I'll find a way to fix you. This message was brought to you by The Christophers. Thanks for listening, and remember that it's better to light one candle than to curse the darkness. The Quest presents Pro-Life Minutes.
2: RU486 is the name of the medication combination used to complete medical abortions. The first medication, mifepristone, blocks the action of progesterone, a hormone needed to continue the pregnancy. This medication starves the baby, causing the death of the baby. The second medication is Misoprostol and is taken between 12 and 48 hours later. It causes the woman to have severe cramping and bleeding and results in the expulsion of the baby at home. Did you know that between taking the first pill and the second pill, the mother can change her mind and save her baby? Visit abortionpillreversal.com to learn more. There's potential to save the baby even 72 hours after the first pill. Spread the word and help save a baby today. Let's show the world that every life matters by speaking up for life at every opportunity.
3: For more homegrown wisdom, visit thequestatlanta.com.
2: A reading from the book of Hosea, chapter 3, verses 21 to 23. I will espouse you to me forever. I will espouse you in right and in justice, in love and in mercy. I will espouse you in fidelity, and you shall know the Lord. On that day I will respond, says the Lord. I will respond to the heavens, and they shall respond to the earth. It's time to get your pledge in for our Live in the Spirit Pledge Drive. As a 100% listener-supported station, The Quest relies on your donations to stay on the air. Tune in October 6th through 8th from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. and 4 to 6 p.m. as local clergy and parishioners share inspiring stories of living in the Holy Spirit while raising much-needed funds. You can show your support now and even dedicate your donation to a specific host or guest. Visit TheQuestAtlanta.com to see the pledge drive schedule and to donate, or call 470-508-1160. Help others live in the Spirit through The Quest by calling 470-508-1160 today. 60 Seconds with
4: Mother Angelica. Whether I feel consoled by God or I feel abandoned by God, I am still called to what? Bear fruit. I'm so called to bear fruit. If it's a cross, I must bear it patiently. If it's a joy, I must be grateful. If someone does me a grave injustice, then I have to bear that too. God will, must be my life, your life. So what our dear Lord is saying, He bore fruit in season, healing the sick and the blind. And he bore fruit out of season. Hanging on a cross, what did he do? He forgave and excused them. In season, out of season.
2: The people you know and trust are on EWTN.
4: I'm Lou Jankowski from St. Peter Snell Catholic Church in Roswell, Georgia. You're listening to Atlanta Catholic Radio, AM 1160, The Quest.
0: My soul rejoices in God alone. My spirit sings. He alone my strength, my fortress. I pour out my
3: heart and praise
1: to God alone. All right, my dear friends, welcome back to uh, the Quest 11:60 a.m. And uh, again, this is Father Henry Attem I'm the pastor of St. Lawrence Catholic Church up in Lawrenceville and I'm in the studio this afternoon with my very good dear friend and brother Father Dan Ketter, who is our judicial vicar.
0: It's great so. to be here with you <laughs> Father Henry.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. So when we left off uh, Father Dan had asked me the question about my you know this uh, journey from Cameroon, my little uh, stomping stumping grounds in Cameroon, little uh, city Boya uh, to big Atlanta. How did all of that happen? And I had talked about my mom being instrumental in that journey. And we all know how moms uh, tend to be very instrumental in our lives, and especially as priests. I think uh, what Archbishop Fulton Sheen once said, you know, behind every priestly vocation is a mm-hmm. uh, good and a holy mother. Mm-hmm. So I think that uh, I speak for myself and I speak for Father Dan. And not that we are, you know, kind of dissing the fathers or, you know, ignoring the fathers. I mean, they know they have a special place, but... Mm-hmm. I mean we know when it comes to some of the spiritual and religious things, you know, it's just more logical to lean more on mom mm-hmm. than, than to lean on dad. So yeah. yeah. But uh, you know, I, I know Dan, uh Father Dan, unfortunately I think uh last year uh your mom did go back to heaven and um I was able to celebrate with you at the the mass, the mm-hmm. funeral mass. Mm-hmm. But I'd like you to uh talk a little bit about that. Um again. Uh You know, thinking about the role that moms have in our priesthood, in our lives, um,
0: um, how has that been? You know, yeah, you're right. I mean, your moms are um, are their their influence is outsized, you could say. You know, I mean, you just you can't quantify. uh, I think the the impact that a mom has on you know any any child but uh, yeah. but uh, a son that that goes on to become a priest First, yeah. i mean when i think back some of my oldest memories my, or my earliest memories one of them anyway is kneeling down at my bedside at night before going to bed with mom there and her helping me to pray. Oh, you wow. know, and oh, our father and mary. Special? Yeah. Uh, wow. I love the fact that that's awesome. one of the, the the oldest or earliest memories that I that yeah. I have. Wow, that's great. And um, you know, once I um, once I became a priest, um, mom could not you know, um, get enough of, you know, attending, attending my mass, <laughs> attending anything that I did, you know, I thought it was just my mom. So, I mean, yeah, she would, she would, she would want, she wanted to show up at, and anything. And so, you know, when I'd get together with mom and dad from time to time and I'd, and I'd mention some of the things I'm doing, she'd be like, why, why didn't you tell me I that? Do you me know? I want to, I want to be there. <laughs> you know? uh, and I remember when, uh, so I was serving at Saint Jude the Apostle in Santa oh, Springs. That was my first assignment, I said, yeah. and uh, I had a funeral over at Mary Our Queen, mm. which is you know not too far from where Mom and Dad live. Yeah, and uh, so. I, I didn't tell him though, you okay. know. My, but who shows up in <laughs> the back of the, up the up church? Up?
4: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> Mom up. knows everything, oh, yeah. right? Oh, she found out and uh, she knew. Uh, and she better, you better know. I heard it too afterwards. Oh, you know, right. Why didn't you tell me about this? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, uh, you're. She, she. It'll be one year this Thanksgiving. She passed away November twenty eighth, twenty nineteen mm-hmm. Thanksgiving okay. Day. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a, a long. Tough, hard journey. She, she suffered from Alzheimer's for, okay. for many years, oh. uh, and really those last 18 months were, were mm. brutal. Um, yeah. uh, I'm still grateful for the fact that you and Father Tim Gallagher went and, and paid a visit yeah, absolutely. Uh, to, to mom and dad um, at that time, which was a great, a great yeah. comfort for yeah. us. Yeah, absolutely. Um, no, that's good. But the, the tremendous, tremendous blessing uh, was that I was able to, along with my father, celebrate Mass at her bedside, the morning of thanksgiving yeah it was going to give her our lord in yeah. eucharistic communion through a mm. little eyedropper with the precious blood, the precious uh, blood. on yeah. her tongue oh wow and we prayed the rosary and we were, prayed the prayers for the dead and and then she shortly thereafter took her last breath oh wow um, so it was very sad but i, I can't can't imagine a more what a moment of grace what a moment pass. of grace yeah. you
1: know and I remember even uh, uh, participating with you at the funeral mass, and mm-hmm. I, and I, I think I might have mentioned this to you after the mass, but I was really taken by your homily, mm-hmm. um, you know. And I think it is a hard thing for any son to try to eulogize their mother or their a parent. But I think to try to do it under those circumstances where you're not only eulogizing your mother, but you're also the principal celebrant at at, the, at her funeral mass. And and I think, first of all, I think the fact that you're able to hold your emotions and able to get through it, mm. I think for many of us who were at the mass, most of us, the priests who were at the mass. I think we really appreciated that, mm. you know, and I think I'm still very blessed by the fact that both my parents are still alive, um, if I don't go before them, of course, I'll have to be in that position someday. And I don't mean to be morbid or anything else, but I mean, it's just a reality of life, yeah. you know? And uh, so being at that mass was such an inspiration for me. I mean, your words, Thank you. yeah, just eulog- eulogizing mom, but also your strength, mm. you know, and especially how you were able to be a strength for your dad. Mm. Cause I think, I mean, he has lost his wife for so many years mm-hmm. and, you know, and I think that, uh, your strength and your courage at that time I think was such a inspiration for so many of us but for him too especially
0: thank you brother i yeah, appreciate that welcome. very much and cool. i certainly appreciated your your presence there yeah, uh yeah not a problem. it was uh, awesome to have you and so many of our brothers they're, they're there. there yeah, yeah what so, a what a comfort not it for nothing yeah um, one thing i was going to mention um, was <laughs> i i chalked that up as mom's first uh, first miracle from heaven, the fact that I got through that mass. Oh, yeah, I know, right. It. Yeah, I remember you said. That. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because uh, at the very outset of that mass, I didn't think I was going to make it. Uh, but somehow I did. And so I like, like mom was, was praying uh, from from heaven, please God. Uh, yeah, and, you know,
1: and uh, I could imagine. Yeah. And, you know, um, one thing that a lot of people sometimes fail to understand, like you just talked about mom and her battle with Alzheimer's for all those years, um, you know, That is one of the blessings that we have as Christians. And I think a lot of people fail to recognize that. You know, we live in a world now that there's so much suffering, you know, so much physical suffering so much emotional suffering psychological suffering i mean suffering is hitting us from every angle but you know i think as christians we always draw inspiration we always draw consolation from the cross you know Uh, jesus christ did not die for nothing i mean he died to reveal to us that the path to heaven is through the cross you know Mm -hmm. and when at some point in our lives we are called to share in the mystery of the cross of christ with him like Saint Paul tells us in the letter to the Colossians, we are participating in this mystery for the salvation of the church. For you know that we are participating, helping Christ for the sake of the church. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so I think that mom, in a special way, and like you said, Father Tim Gallagher and I went and and visited her, and I could tell you know very strong faith-filled woman. Mm you know, loved Christ so much. And I think that she was carrying that cross with him in a very faithful way, yeah. you know. And yeah. I think that that is a blessing to so many of us who knew her. And uh, and I think that continues to be a blessing for the church. Amen. You know? Amen. Yeah. And that was so. towards
0: the end, you know, her last uh, weeks and months, uh, my prayer was uh, continually just... Uniting mom's suffering, dad's suffering, our whole family's suffering, uniting that to the suffering of Christ and offering yeah, it up to absolutely. God, and just asking Him to absolutely. call down yeah. graces on, yeah. you know, everyone and anyone and everyone who who needed them. Absolutely, so, absolutely. Yeah. All right. So, when we, uh, we get an update on where we stand, on, on where with, we stand uh, on the um,
1: on the pledge. pledge drive, yeah. And before we go, before we get that update, uh, just to remind you all again, our goal for this hour is five thousand. And, folks, I'm a little disappointed because we are way, way, way away from that goal. I mean, we are way, way from, from trying to meet that goal. Uh, that number, again, for you all to call is 470-508-1160. Again, 470-508-1160. Please call. Uh, make a pledge. It doesn't have to be something big. Anything small makes a difference. But we like big. But we
0: like big, I mean, of course, I mean, you know. <clears throat> and uh, but, I was recalling during the break that uh, we are in Father Henry's old stomping grounds. He was first a parochial vicar at St. Peter Chanel Church. Yes, right. Yes, right here in Lit that place on fire. <laughs> yeah, so I'm sure there are several, many, 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 <laughs> many, people many people in this area who would just die to make a pledge to the quest in Father Henry's honor. So come on, people. That's uh, right call in
1: and of course i mean some folks too from saint jude's because mm. father dan's first assignment was saint jude's for four years so yep. before he went to uh canon law school and then uh, became judicial vicar so <laughs> so <laughs> father right. henry yes
2: joe called back
1: okay yep mm.
2: joe called back and upped his donation he did he did uh, he okay. did so i so, think you gotta i think you owe him a little a little something here okay so
1: you think i need to do it okay <laughs>
2: he didn't answer the call so he
1: didn't answer the call okay, okay. before you do
0: it all you georgia fans out there <laughs> just just for a moment not long but just just for a moment just turn the volume way I just down just turn the volume way down please 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 because
1: um I know I've been carrying the flag for UGA for a while now in the diocese. So, yeah. um, I don't want to bring any shame or disgrace to the, to the uh, Bulldog family. So, but because I love the quest and because Joe has made such a great pledge to help us in this work of evangelization, I'm going to say it now. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but I'm going to try. I'm going to try. You're looking oh, sick there. Father. Exactly <laughs> right. <laughs> so, Joe, for you, I'm going to say, it roll tide okay
0: <laughs> all right
1: joe, there all right. You go, joe. <laughs>
0: give us that credit card number, yeah, joe. No, that's <laughs> <fine>. <laughs> well
2: we want to say thank you to all those who've called in and donated this hour besides just joe because okay. there's been many that's more great, so great. we've had lauren w kathy m um dennis r eleanor l joe d John K. from Peachtree Corners, Paula K. from St. Peter Chanel Parish, Maria F., Leanne B., Shirley B. from Decula, and she's from St. Lawrence Parish, Mm. Joanna B. from St. Thomas the Apostle Parish, Lynn G. from St. Lawrence Parish, and um, I think a James G. as well is what I'm seeing come in here, and a Trudy Turner from St. Lawrence Parish. So we are moving right along.
0: Oh, wonderful. Do we uh, we have a total at this point? Uh, Um, How are we coming in our goal?
2: Let's see here.
0: We're still far from it, huh?
2: We're over halfway there. Over so halfway there. This oh. is very doable. Well, okay, it's doable. Yep.
0: We're over right. halfway there, so. but we're way over halfway through our, hours, through our hour. So that's right. we gotta do <laughs> so
1: some. Serious so what's that pledging? number they have to call? Well, that number they have to call is four seven zero five zero eight eleven sixty. Please, we're asking you to call that number and uh, support us in this great work. Our goal is five thousand. As Annie just told us, we are halfway there, and we please want to cross that finish line. Yeah. So, yeah, as Father Henry mentioned, you know, this
0: awesome, great, great programming on the quest, uh, and, um, and and that alone is enough to to justify supporting the the the, the fund campaign, the the the, the pledge campaign. But we want to grow it. We want to grow the quest. Uh, Father Henry alluded to the fact that the range is a little bit limited, and we want to make that range bigger, broader, wider, so we can meet more people. But the only way we can do that is if we have the money money to to make the investments, uh, to get the equipment to to expand that range. They also want to start looking at doing some some local programming as well to you know incorporate that into the the programming that they get from EWTN and some of these other um, other radio stations. And wouldn't it be awesome to be able to listen to Father Henry attend <laughs> every week to, to sit at the feet of the master oh, and you. just wow. let it pour over you and nourish you and edify <laughs> you and lift you up. And if you pledge and we get the money,
1: we can do things like that. Mm, And folks, you always have to remember, there's no master without the savior. So Father Dan. um... (laughs) Lightning
0: is going to strike. I (laughs) I know, (laughs) know, lightning going to strike, right?
1: It's perfectly sunny, but lightning's (laughs) going to strike.
4: I see a local show right here.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That voice you're hearing is Steph. She just walked in to give us a message, I believe. You know
4: what? I I just got... The phones are blowing up
2: back there, and I just got a, a... Uh, A call that I just had to run in and share because it's so much fun. Uh, This one is for Father Henry. And this person
4: who called is Edwin.
1: Oh, Edwin! And when he told me
4: his last name, I said, oh, I, I said, are you the good oh, <laughs> no, looking brother?
1: The best looking brother? Nowhere close, Isn't nowhere it? close. Oh. Yeah. He says, oh, yes, I am. No, not, he says, how'd
4: how
2: you know? <laughs> 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 anyway, he says, you're welcome for dinner. And he gave us a nice one-time gift for you in honor of you. So I just wanted oh, to run beautiful. in and share that. It was oh, so much that's fun. That's great,
1: very cool. And Edwin just had a second child. Uh, nice. So he has two children now, and nice. thank God for him and his wife Georgette. They are making building a wonderful family. How many times I, an uncle are you? Okay, so I'm Uncle Six now. <laughs> wow, yeah. All right. So I have a I have a two brothers and two sisters. The one up in Indianapolis just ha- has three children: mm-hmm. uh, Henry, Devon, <laughs> and uh, and Chloe. Uh-huh. Then the brother here in town has two children: uh, Roman and uh, Eva Marie. Just got uh-huh. was born. Uh, few weeks ago and then my baby sister has one child ariana yeah, so yeah i'm uncle number six so wow lo- love me a big catholic family yeah you know? <laughs>
0: absolutely beautiful that's great congratulations yeah, thank you thank you brother all right yeah. i i got a question for you okay, um sure one of the things that's been troubling me okay um with not only just uh, american society but also uh, in the church yeah um increasing polarization okay Okay. i mean that's been the trend in the united states for for some time now but more recently i've seen it infecting the church absolutely more polarization happening in the church and you know we know how christ with his apostles in the upper room the night before you know he's gonna go and and into the garden and then ultimately get arrested and go to his passion death and glorious resurrection on easter sunday he prayed for what unity exactly unity, unity of the body right? unity right. within the church unity you know the church. and then i i see this polarization happening in the church yeah. um so it's got to be a temptation for priests too mm-hmm. i know it is uh, to get sucked into that same polarization yeah do you experience that and how what you, what are your thoughts on it and, and how do you
1: deal with it personally okay mm-hmm. well i think and that's a that's an important thing and you know polarization that uh, defines i mean the atmosphere of our society today I mean, you know from the political realm economics as you say it is creeping its way into the church and um of course being in the in the trenches being in the parishes you deal with that you know those people will come in and People have uh, different political suasions and, you know, there's always a desire for for you as a priest or there's a desire for them to try to get you as a priest to either be on their side or to preach the gospel from their perspective. Um, and, you know, I've come to understand, and I said this in a homily a few weeks ago in my parish, you know, politics by its very nature talks about division, right? It's politics is the division of power. And therefore, uh, uh, The political approach to things is always to divide, you know, Mm -hmm. especially uh, when it comes to identity, what they call identity politics. The fact that you know uh, I belong to this group and you belong to that group, and and then it creates this tension and ultimately creates division. But that's what politics is all about. It's all about dividing power, right? And the point I was making in my homily that day was the fact that the Christian approach is not the political way. Because the political way divides. The Christian approach is to unite. And by uniting, the Christian sees that there are some qualities in society or some virtues in society that by their very nature do not divide. Instead, by their nature, they multiply. So the more love you give, the more love you get, right? The more kindness you give, the more kindness you get. That virtue by its very nature is subject to the logic of multiplication, not to the what we call the zero sum principle Mm -hmm. of of division, which is pretty much what politics is. So as a priest, the way I try to deal with some of the uh, polarization and the political tension that is created is that I do not try to use my faith or religious uh, teachings as a wedge to push a specific political agenda. I believe that anybody and everybody is in need of salvation. So as a priest I think that it is important for me to emphasize the fact that wherever you are in life try to be the best person that you can be that if as a person if I'm converted enough mm. to be able to make a difference I think that, I, that the 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 uh, the effects of that will ripple around you know around my community you know I was having dinner with some parishioners the other day and, and one lady said she heard something on uh, uh Bishop Barron say on, on his show that sometimes you might be the only gospel that mm-hmm. somebody's able to witness, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so I think that has been my my very basic inclination when it comes to dealing with polarization, mm-hmm. not necessarily falling into the zero-sum mentality that, you know, we have to be on this side or that side or, you know, choose this uh, this position or that position, but that everybody, in a sense, is broken. Everybody's a sinner mm-hmm. and everybody's in need of healing, right? Mm-hmm. And that... Uh, Regardless of where you stand, if we are able to try to help you to just love God more and appreciate society more, and appreciate and love your neighbor more, I think that we ultimately are going to transform, you know, our society. Yeah, yeah.
0: And you know, there's a couple of things about our well, our church, just the way it's structured, and then about the the, the basic Catholic spirituality or, or what, what what's asked of us as Catholic Christians that that facilitate and can help you know promote the unity for which Christ prayed but of course absolutely. we have to we have to recognize them we, have, we we have to respond to them and the first thing is that Christ gave us a hierarchical church absolutely okay? right a, yeah a whole on uh, a holy order absolutely uh, you know that's to right. the church a holy structure okay that's, that's the meaning of that word hierarchy uh and um and so that the church has a skeleton it's got it's got um, a distinct uh, form and shape to it okay? by which Christ wants it to, to function,, okay? and what that demands of each person within that structure is the virtue of obedience, absolutely right, right. to yeah. live in respect to the structure, the hierarchy that uh, Christ established for the church absolutely and, and that 's one of the things that 's troubled me lately is in this polarization within the church that i 'm seeing is more and more people getting really outspoken about what be it their pastor, their yeah. bishop the Pope or whatever, exactly. you know? Yeah. Um, and, uh, and okay, yeah, you, you know, you, everyone, you know, you're entitled to your own opinion and whatnot, but at the end of the day, we're called to be obedient. To be obedient. To the right. structure that, that oh, Christ, Christ gives. us. And if we're obedient, uh, it's going to facilitate that being one, being united yeah. in the one body of Christ. Is
1: you know, it's interesting me. you say that because, you um, I was talking to, I think it was in the homily, I was I was trying to explain that, and I said, you know, the highest virtue in the church is love. Uh, you know, we define God as God is love. That's what St. John tells us. And I said, that is precisely why God revealed himself as three persons, that he is a communion, that is a, communion, a bond of communion, which is defined by love. And I said, and I'll send them in the homily, I say, and for us as as Christians, our motivation to obey is love. Mm-hmm. That it is love that drives everything that we try to do, Amen. because when we obey out of love, then we're able to truly foster and build and strengthen that communion, which I think that is necessary. Which, as you say, is the, the, the communion that Jesus prayed for at the you know at the Last Supper. Yeah,
0: the, yeah. To church. be obedient is not to be a doormat, you know, no, or to not. you know experience some kind absolutely of subjugation not. or whatever. It's the yeah. love. It's the love. It's absolutely, the love. yeah. It's the love, and it's to and to recognize
1: that, like you said, that structure that is there is given for a higher purpose for a higher reason mm-hmm. and because i love that higher reason i love god the higher the person behind that higher purpose mm-hmm. then i obey the structure because it helps me to be able to demonstrate to him that i love him and yeah. that's why i obey and that's why i accept that structure yeah. right so yeah yeah, yeah.
0: Awesome. that's a beauty of our catholic faith and uh, it's something that i think we need to to remind people of uh help them to um Appreciate it and 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 conform their lives in accord with you know the, absolute the, the structure of the church Absolutely. that 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 Christ gave us. So, yeah. uh,
1: all right. So um, as we are coming uh, uh coming close to the end of this hour, again uh, we are very grateful to all those who have been able to call in to support us. We are grateful for your generosity. Um, you know, our Lord gave us the parable of the mustard seed. He said, "Whatever little seed you put in the ground." that seed could grow to become a very big bush so we are deeply grateful to everyone who has called within this hour to support father dan and myself uh, but again, uh, the work and the responsibility of supporting the Quest is an ongoing effort. So it doesn't end today. It doesn't end with this hour. We're asking you to sign up to be a monthly donor, to sign up to be a, 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 an annual donor. However, you could continue to support uh, the mission of the Quest, I think it is something that would be greatly appreciated. Yeah. You know, people,
0: we're, we're, we have an obligation as Christians as disciples of the Lord Jesus to evangelize, to evangelize. Now, a lot of Catholics I know, uh, are not super comfortable, you know, going and talking to people about Jesus and sharing my faith and whatnot, but there's lots of ways to evangelize. The quest is really an evangelical apostolate here in the Archdiocese of Atlanta. It's sharing the gospel, sharing the good news with anyone who will tune in. So you can be an evangelist by Supporting the Quest. If you make a donation uh, to the Quest to support the efforts of this radio station, you are assisting in the work of evangelization. You are an evangelist and you will be responding to your baptismal commitment to, to share the gospel with Absolutely. others. Absolutely, that's right. So that number again for
1: you all to call is 470-508-1160. 470 470- You could also go to the website, thequestatlanta.com, and there you could also make your pledges, and you could always call the radio station and also pledge and make a pledge. So again, we're very grateful to all of you for... um, We're very grateful to all of you for the help and for the support you've given us at this hour. Uh, We are going to be here for a few more minutes for those who want to continue to call Please, we ask you to make the call and help us to support the Quest radio station as they help each one of us. As Father Dan said, those of us who uh, cannot be on the forefront of the mission of evangelization. Uh, we support the Quest so they could help us do that. So
2: We are only... Around $900 away from our goal. Um, Oh. So, and I I just got a note saying we're staying on the air for an extra 10 minutes so we can get that $900. So now is the time to call 470-508-1160, 470-508-1160, or go to thequestatlanta.com and click that donate button. So if you've been thinking about becoming a monthly donor, now is your time to shine.
0: So when Father Henry and I got here to the station a little before he and I were supposed to come on, we met with um the leadership of the station and they asked us if you know we wanted to have a goal and father henry threw out five thousand dollars and they looked at him like uh you sure come on let's do it Uh, so we set uh, an ambitious goal but we're almost there we're almost there that's right there so please if you're listening uh take a moment to give us a call give a pledge Help us reach that goal You know I need to share This story real quick So mm-hmm. I
1: invited Bishop Ned To preside as Once a, once a year We have a mass For the uh, what they call The Pan-African Catholic Organization And I'm still uh, waiting For my invitation Oh you still waiting For your invitation That's yeah. right mm-hmm. it's, it's in the mail I don't know what's wrong okay. with, this post, with this post office people yeah. But yeah So Bishop Ned Did the last mass Before the pandemic hit And we've not had a mass Since then But during the mass It's a very high energy mass And like Africans It's very celebratory And Offertory, everything is done in a, in a deep celebration, right? You know? So anyway, so at the mass, uh, Offertory, people have to dance to come up with their gifts. Like, you know, there's a lot of motion and moving during the, uh, during the celebration. So um, when people came up and they were dancing to bring up their Offertory, and afterwards we took up a second collection to support the Pan-African organization. And I made an announcement. I said, if you don't dance, bring up your money. When you come up, you have to put the money and go back and bring on more money to come and put it in the. But this time you have to dance. Right. So Bishop Ned told me after the mass, he said, Father Henry, you're the first priest. I've seen make people dance to come give you money.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, see, now that can be used against you, brother. Oh,
1: boy.
0: (laughs) Who can have fun with that? Oh, I know. You you have
1: no option to use that against me. So every time we give to the Lord, we have to do it in a joyful way, right? I mean, everything for for the Lord's work.
0: I remember at our priesthood ordination. Yeah. uh, I mean, they had to, you know, assign to each one of them. There was, So eight of us were ordained together, I know, right? right? So in this tiny little cathedral that we have down in Buckhead, they had to, you know, designate, I think it was like 25.
1: 25 e- seats yeah, per person. Yeah, 25 per, tickets per, per person. Right. Yeah, and Henry's exactly. like,
0: I could fill up this church by myself. So, <laughs>
1: oh. You know, I'm telling you, when you have big families and, you know, a whole bunch of friends, you know, it's, and, and, you know, again, I think a part of it is our culture. I mean, you know, yeah. a lot for... For a Cameroonian to be ordained in the US was a novelty for them. They had never right. had one like that before, so they yeah. were very excited. I had people come from all over. So. Yeah, I remember the
0: beautiful the beautiful colorful clothing, the clothing and head and dresses else, that yeah. all the women were wearing. Right. It's, it's impressive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. And them so. singing after ma- outside. outside. Oh, yeah. As a
1: matter of fact, uh, Archbishop Walton Gregory had his column the uh what i've seen and heard uh-huh. in the uh, the next week uh, the next week after the ordination was uh-huh. about the songs that the women were singing outside oh of course yeah they, yeah right. so he he wrote something about that that was very, was very impressive
0: fantastic so. fantastic
1: all right folks please call this number four seven zero five zero eight eleven sixty four seven zero five five zero eight eleven sixty. We are very, very close to our goal. And Father Dan and I, we have decided we are not going to dinner until we meet that goal. And not. you do not want to have two starving priests. That is not a very good thing. Exactly. You don't want Christ to hold that against you. So <laughs> Amen. Amen. So, we're asking you to please go ahead and uh, try to call in and support the work of uh, the Quest Atlanta.
0: This has been great. I have uh, thoroughly enjoyed uh Absolutely. spending this time with you. I yeah. knew we would have fun. Absolutely. Yeah. And right. I, I hope that people have been listening and having fun. Yeah. Uh, and we uh, wanna
2: make sure we say thank you to those who've called great. in. So okay, go ahead. We've got a long list here, so bear with me guys. So Lauren W. Kathy M, Dennis R, Eleanor L, Joe D, John K, Paula K, Maria F, Leanne B, Shirley B, Joanna B. Lynn G, James G, Trudy Turner. Claudine P, Kathy M, Diane M, Ed and Christine K, and they donated in honor of Father Ketter, Um, Maureen O, in honor of Father Henry and Father Ketter, Patty M, in in honor of Father Henry, Mary Jo and Charlie W, Dennis M, in honor of Father Ketter, Stephanie T in honor of Father Ketter and Father Henry, Robert R Edwin A and Betty M and Beverly O so we're looking to add your name to the list next so 470-508-1160 470-508-1160 we're almost to our goal so help us meet that goal please.
0: Folks we would love to hit our goal of $5,000 and um, and so we're just waiting, we're waiting for you to come through and put us I, over the mark.
1: I, you know one thing they don't know is that we have a beautiful yellow bell in Mm -hmm. the studio which if we meet that goal we'll be able to ring now if we don't ring that bell mass cannot start So, you all need to know that. That's right. 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 We need to ring that bell for mass to start, okay? Is it for
0: mass or is it for dinner? It's the dinner bell. (laughs) Both. Well, both, I guess, right? Right. right. Very good. Very good. So, um,
1: yeah, but. um, Help us ring that bell. Yeah, we're we're excited. I think it's been a a good hour together and uh, just an opportunity for Father Dan and I to catch up uh, with the pandemic and all the limitations we've not been able to spend as much time together so i think that this is also giving us uh the opportunity to spend some time to catch up and to just celebrate our friendship. Amen. You know, I mean, what a beautiful yeah. uh, friendship we've had, and and yeah, the uh, the opportunity to be able to support each other in our priestly vocation. Absolutely. So that's been good. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: All right, so fathers, I have an interesting question for you.
1: Oh, so not another roll tide. No. no. no, no, no. <laughs>
4: okay. And
2: no, 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 no. I won't do that to you. Okay. Um, because I don't like that team okay. either, So. <laughs>
4: Sorry, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: All right. So you know how everybody always asks, "What's an interesting fact?" I would like to know what's a boring fact.
0: Yes, about us. Yeah. What's a boring fact fact? about us? Mm. Mm. So,
2: like me, I don't drink coffee. So. Okay. Yeah.
0: Hmm. What's a boring fact about me? Yeah. Um, Just
2: you know, random facts.
0: There's not anything boring about Father Henry. Uh, That's the that's the amazing thing that you know. uh,
1: I don't know if I'll (laughs) call it a boring fact, but I would say sometimes at night before I go to sleep. I have to use, so I go to YouTube, and I have to get the rain, like, ah. uh,
4: uh-huh.
1: like uh, a background noise, uh-huh. like a white noise, like kind of a, thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. you know. So yeah. I was going to say, you know, rain and thunderstorms for sleep. Uh-huh. And that's that's what puts me to sleep. I don't know if that's uh, a. <laughs> that totally uh, qualifies. Uh,
0: totally. Fact. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, all
1: right, Father Ketter. Nice, yeah, boring yeah. fact. Well, uh, I'll give one boring fact about Father Ketter. So, <laughs> all
0: so, right, so, Father. He's got a lot of boring facts, unfortunately. So that's so, right. so, you folks better call him so, and me that call so we can get off the air. <laughs> this could I,
1: bad. Think, <laughs> I think sometimes this is a problem when you know someone a little too much. Yeah, so, right. <laughs> well, so Father Ketter and I went in mm-hmm. seminary uh, together, as he said and um in seminary we have all the sports that we play i mean we all these intramurals and all of that and one day we got a an email saying that oh there was going to be soccer and they were inviting all of us to come down to play soccer well i mean you know Uh, Father Dan, you're born in, uh, Seattle, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. um, I know there's no way in the world a boy from Seattle knows anything about soccer. (laughs) So, but who was the first one to show up on the soccer, on soccer field? Father Dan. And he did not disappoint me. He knew knew nothing about soccer. (laughs) So, so, but I tell you though, (laughs) I give you E for the effort. You were there, (laughs) you you did the best that you could. So if you want to know a boring fact about Father Dan, ask him to come around and play soccer yeah, that right.
0: is don't pick him for your soccer team that's right yeah <laughs> oh, the, so. uh, well I mean and that's coming from the little Pele here <laughs> you know who was the superstar of the seminary soccer team that enabled our seminary to win the what was called the Rector's, the Rectors Cup. Cup, right the interseminary competition you, yeah. how many years I mean we won win? that like four
1: years in a row yeah. or something yeah. Yeah, so. yeah so
0: anybody compared to five Father Henry is going to look like you know Pee Wee Herman on the on the, on the soccer field. So. Thank thank God,
1: all the other guys who are better than me are in other dioceses, so they are probably not hearing this show. So, so I'm not afraid of the competition. That's, so. right, that's right. That's right. All right, folks. We uh, again, I'm going to announce that number to you all. Uh, the number here is four seven zero five zero eight eleven 470-508-1160. And again, our goal is five thousand. And as Annie said, we are so close to meeting that goal. And this beautiful bell sitting next to Father Dan, we really, really, really want to ring it. So we're asking you to please make an effort to call in and
0: to try to support us at this hour. Maybe one one, one approach we could suggest is if you're one of those folks uh, that uh, Annie read off her list of uh, people who have made donation um, and you're still tuned in with us, maybe you could call somebody you know uh well, and yeah. you know put a little little guilt trip on them yeah, right. and <laughs> no, and said, help, look these help. poor priests want to yeah. go and get, eat some dinner <laughs> I know, right but they need to hit five thousand dollars <laughs> so would you just call and make a donation
1: you know so. you know and let me ask you a question how close are you guys to being able to take calls because I'd like to be able to even just have some people call us in and, and yeah. ask questions. Yeah. you know.
2: I'm not sure how close we are, but I know that we need donations in order to get the, the, the software and All right. the actual device that we need to be able to do it. To do yeah. that, Yeah, which okay. is not cheap. So yeah. your calls and your donations help us to be able to get to that position.
1: Okay. Yes. So, so I guess um, Father Dan and I, I think we're going to work to do another show. And what we're going to do is we're going to set the goal to be for us to help the Quest get that device. Yeah. So like we're going to talk to Carol after this and we're going to find out how much that is going to cost so that we could uh, run a specific pledge drive for mm-hmm. for you all to get that device because... I think that, and, you know, I'm happy sitting here. We could sit here four or five hours and just, you know, chat and, and talk about different things. And, you know, I've been having to put up with him, you know, since, you know, for many, many years now. So that's, that's four hours Exactly. That's effortless. But I think that it would be good for us to get to a point where we're able to get people to come in, call in, ask questions. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it could be specific questions about our lives. So it could be about the priesthood. It could be about the faith. Yeah. You know, something that would be. More practical for us uh, to help people. I agree, with, I agree. Yeah. I
0: think it would be a great way to um, help the listening audience engage more with the with the radio, the radio station too yeah. if we had some some programming that allowed them to, yeah. to call in and, and ask questions or make comments. Um and um also a, a way to kind of highlight you know some of the things that are going on in the Archdiocese of right. Atlanta. Absolutely. So much of the programming, Absolutely. you know, it's like you know, US wide, you know, yeah, or exactly. broad focus exactly. where being able to do some local stuff with some call-in would help you yeah, highlight the good yeah. things that are going on um, yeah. right here in the archdiocese yeah. and uh, it's interesting you say that
1: because uh we had a meeting one time carol and myself and uh, i think alan hunt was even at that meeting and that was one of the uh, issues that came up uh try to localize the station as much as we can mm. and to try mm-hmm. to ensure that it is able to meet the the needs of our audience here in the in the diocese yeah. um as much as we we want to evangelize, and the truth is the truth, regardless of where you are, but you know, we also want to make it relevant mm-hmm. to you know, our own local uh, environment. So That's right. I think that being able to get a device like that, that could help people call in in real time and ask questions and interact with us, mm-hmm. I think that would be a, a, a great boost for the radio station. So, yeah, yeah. So I got a question for
0: you. Uh-uh. uh Uh you know, <laughs> They were reading off all these names. Yeah. Um, I was thinking of your name, your, actually your middle name. Yeah. Amingwa. Am, Amingwa. Amingwa. <laughs> Henry, Father Henry, Amingwa. Amingwa, that's what's, right. What's that mean? Amingwa mean?
1: You know, it's interesting. I've huh? asked my mom what that means. Yeah. And again, we talked about moms. And my yeah. mom said, well, I was named after my granddad, uh-huh. uh, my, my mom's father. Yeah. And I mean, he's since passed. But uh, honestly... Ninety-nine percent of our African names have a meaning. Yeah, that's one I don't know what the meaning is. All right, that's I, your homework for that's next, my homework, next right? For the next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I did ask my mom what that meant, and uh-huh. she's never told me what it is. You yeah. know, so I, I'm not sure what I mean, what means, but yeah.
2: All right, but, so I've got a few more names to add to that list, and okay. so we want to say thank you to Sue and Dave W, Kathleen K, Darice G, Mark and Natalie, and Jorge M. So we really want to say thank you for all your donations this well a little more than an hour because we are hour, a little right? over <laughs> so and we, you know we're just shy and so you could call and Put make that donation we're only like mark. 500 dollars away which is incredible from where we started okay and especially because this was a back half game like yeah. it really was okay so give us a phone call 470-508-1160 or go to the but would one of you like to close this with a prayer and a blessing,
4: maybe right. from both of
1: you? Um Yes, we're going to do that, but because I really cannot leave this studio <laughs> today without ringing that bell. Mm-hmm. So, how much more do we have left?
2: Um, let me do the little calculation. Okay,
1: yeah. so if it is five hundred, I'm gonna we're gonna pledge to pay that five hundred, yeah. and yep. the, yeah, I'm we're gonna do that. And uh, we're gonna get somebody to make sure we do that five hundred today before. We, we... are
2: five hundred and sixty-five dollars away. Okay,
1: we'll we'll do that because Father Keda has to ring this bell. You know, he has. Uh, <laughs> he he has. Uh, you know, uh, it's
2: literally sitting next to his his
1: exactly his arm. And here he used and... to be. A, you know, he used to be a very faithful altar server. So <laughs> now that he has to be the one to celebrate the mass and do the consecration. Unless somebody else ring the bell, I think that yeah. he kind of misses that. So I miss ringing the bell. I know you do miss <laughs> ringing the bell. So I think that Father Kedda and I, we're going to split that, and then we're going to ring this bell right now. Yeah. Is that okay? That's okay. Father Kedda, go for yeah.
4: it. Woo! Woo! That's
2: great. <laughs> awesome. All right, All right, Father Henry, I think you deserve to ring the bell as well. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yep. there we go. Yep.
4: All right. Yes. <laughs> now, okay. A prayer so, and a blessings,
1: uh, Father Dan. I'm going to uh, take this opportunity to thank you so much for mm. for the opportunity to spend this time together. I've really, uh, I've really enjoyed it. Yeah. I mean, we need to do this more often. I think you so. I, I, I think really, so. I really enjoyed it. I so, did too. Yeah. Thanks All for right. being a part of it. So I'm going to ask you since you uh, seem to be the holier of the two of us. I'm going to... <laughs> <laughs> Look at that nose grow. That's right. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you to. Do the final uh, prayer and the final blessing for us. Okay,
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna use um, Saint Paul's letter to the Ephesians for our final blessing. You know, there's several um, several passages in Scripture that really are you know blessings, um, and this is one beautiful one that I've always uh, really enjoyed, and so I thought it'd be a good way to to wrap up our time here. But we have people stirring here. Barbara S gave two hundred. 50. Barbara oh, S., we thank you sorry. for
2: your donation this hour. Yes. For him. Ah, in honor of Father yes. Ketter. Oh. Ah, okay. So thank so, you, thank you. Thank you, we Barbara. For
1: both of us. Okay, ah, beautiful. Both thank both you, you, Barbara yes. S. Thank you so yeah. much. Yes.
2: you got, We have yes. people who keep running in and out. It's a little distracting sometimes. But-
1: yeah. And and the one thing which they need to know, Father uh, Dan, before you uh, do the final prayer there, that the uh, donations, the pledges do not end with the end of the show. Oh yeah. So you could always call any time, day or night, uh call that number, send an email, go to the website and make a donation. Our efforts to ensure that the quest continues to do the good work of evangelization is an ongoing effort. So please, we ask that your donations do not stop with this hour, but that you continue to do the best you can to help the quest to stay on the air, because we need them to help us as we continue to proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ. Okay?
0: Yeah. And Father and get- Henry and I decided that any pledges that come in after we go off the air, we get credit for that. We get credit for that. That's <laughs>
1: right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, so beautiful. now I think we're ready for that prayer. Already. Okay, yes. beautiful.
0: It comes from uh, St. Paul's letter to the Ephesians chapter 3, verse 14 and following. For this reason I kneel before the Father from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named, that he may grant you in accord with the riches of his glory to be strengthened with power through his spirit in the inner self, and that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you, rooted and grounded in love, may have strength to comprehend with all the holy ones what is the breadth and length and height and depth and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge, so that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to accomplish far more than all we ask or imagine by the power at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. And may Almighty God bless all of you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. thank you everyone thank
2: you fathers and thank you for a great day one we look forward to hearing well not hearing you'll be hearing from us tomorrow morning at 9 a.m when we're live back in the studio here at am 1160 the quest